Welcome to the Higher Self Podcast. My name is Pete Gilfill, and I'm here with my business partner, Nat Truett. We're all about helping people become entrepreneurs or better business people. Good morning, Nat. Good morning, Pete. What's going on today? Oh, man, I am so excited. It is football season, specifically college football season. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fall. I love college football. <laughs> I'm not the biggest college football guy, football guy, but what's your favorite team? Uh, well, you know, my daughter decided to go to the Ohio State okay. uh, for football, not because of the academics, but right. she wanted to go to a school that had a good football program, right? So, so we dropped her off a couple of weeks ago, and we're really excited. So now, I by by the nature, of it, I'm an Ohio State an Ohio State fan because Buckeyes fan because I got to support my daughter, right? Right. So, th- so this is the first time she's on campus. This is the first opportunity we really have a chance to go to games, to follow them. And so we're really super excited about the opening game last night was against Minnesota, right? Oh, nice. And, and Ohio State, I mean, they're ranked number four in the country, right? So they are kind of, they're supposed to blow Minnesota out. And Minnesota's a good team, but but bottom line is they're, they're supposed to just dominate this explosive play, all this kind of stuff. So I'm watching it last night and it's like, Ohio State, it, it took them a while to get going. I mean, they were behind. They were actually losing to Minnesota uh, in the first half of the game. I'm like, what is going on here? It, it was like crazy uh, from that standpoint. So I, I, I was a little concerned uh, with that first game. Yeah, it was a cliffhanger, huh? Uh, it definitely was. It was up to like a 1030 watching the darn thing. So they finally won by like 14 points, but they made the spread. But I, I got to tell you, it was it was crazy. So so today I want to bring on an interview, an Ohio State football fan. Right. Uh, might as well. Uh, he's a, a great guy, former uh, corporate executive, senior level executive. And he decided to invest in a franchise. And so I wanted to, to uh, introduce him and bring him on and he can tell us the story. Sound good? That'd be great. Yeah, I love hearing from uh, franchise owners. All right. Welcome, Dan. Hey, Pete. How uh, are you this morning? Great. Dan Remler, Uh, And I, I know you were a senior level executive, but I know now you are, because I helped you, uh, you are an entrepreneur. You own a lime painting franchise in Columbus, Ohio. Yes, three of them, actually. And, and this is our first year in business. And um, I have not for a second regretted hooking up with you, Pete. And down <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the, the game last night first, because uh, I, I got to give you a little hard time with that. What happened? I mean, this is my first year. I'm really there. I'm on their fan base and, and, and they uh, uh, they started out slow. What's going on? Well, I, I think probably the biggest problem is you probably were not sporting your scarlet and gray last night during the game. So that was probably a bad omen because they need that all the support they can get. But, you know, they're, <laughs> they're a little young on defensive side, so they'll, they'll get better. They were missing some players. But, you know, Minnesota's a great team, and I think they're, they're, they'll, be, they'll have a great year. Your daughter will enjoy being on campus for the first game next Saturday. So it, it'll yeah. be an experience she'll remember. All right. So that's a nice way to say keep the faith. All right. Yeah. Ryan Day, boy, what an amazing coach. Right. You know, what I I picked up or at least listening to the broadcasters, they talk about how he is always calm and no matter what happens, he doesn't get flustered. And, And I thought that is a great skill, whether you're a coach or you're a business owner. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, from a leadership perspective, the people around you will pick up on 
on that nervous nervous energy if there is and and he just has a calming influence and he's he's a pretty young guy too yeah um and you know 24 and 2 as as a coach at Ohio State with the two losses being in the college playoffs the last two years so yeah that's pretty pretty strong but you know he just you you watch him on the sidelines and he he just when he when they fell behind and you're going what is going on here he didn't panic he didn't change his quarterback he just stuck with what it was continued to be aggressive and so all right so i'm back on the bandwagon Uh, i'm there Uh, i got my i got my sweatshirt we got the flag i'll fly it next game I'm, i'm all on board so so let's talk a little bit about your background so, so I know you were a senior level executive uh, from that standpoint. So, um, from that standpoint, so, so my first question is for you, being a senior level executive, you ran very large organizations, right? Is that what what made you think about leaving the corporate world to pursue something else, to take a new path? Yeah, my you know my background is in finance and accounting, um, but. You know, when I first started, I've always been in bi- interested in business and making money, um, and also developing people, uh, being a mentor. And you know, I've learned a lot, had a lot of great mentors in my life. And you know, 2020 just seemed like a great year to transition, take all my finance acumen, my leadership skills, and my business acumen, and. Uh, start something for myself and my family. And now my, I got three employees and, and their families. <laughs> All right. So, so you actually started a business during a pandemic. Yeah. You know, that's a <laughs> unique time, but you know, if you can get through that, then, you know, the, the hurdles have to be shorter after that. Right. Absolutely. Right. And you read about some very successful companies out there actually started during recessions, just during tough times. So, so certainly, uh, you know, that's what, that's what we do. Okay. So, so you decide to leave the corporate world. So the first question is, is that you could probably take many different paths. You could have probably started your own consulting business with the great acumen you had. You could have bought an existing business or you could invest in a franchise, right? So what kind of led you to this idea of an investing in a franchise business as you picked your next path? Yeah. So, you know, franchising has some great characteristics. Um, you know, the founder, uh, when you get into the franchising, they have done a lot of the trial and error. So the ramp up from my perspective is quicker. Um, you know, instead of eight years, seven years, it's three years to get to, you know, to, you know, status quo. And, you know, that was really the motivation. You know, I my background is sometimes you just follow someone's lead. Um, and I'm okay with following. I don't have to be the guy with the original idea, um, yeah. if it works, I can repeat it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that, that's kind of what franchising is. All right. So you, so you bring your great business acumen, your leadership skills, and you're smart enough to follow the system, right? You, somebody's figured it out, you follow the system and you probably even make it better. But the idea is that you, you leverage that franchise, you know, it, it, as you, as you think about this, I mean, you, you've started out, have you found that having a franchisor there in terms of support kind of helping you out as you're maybe working through issues or, or something like that, or, or even other franchises, do you find that the, there's a real benefit to being part of a franchise network? Yeah, it's been actually tremendous. Um, so the franchise founder is always available. Um, we have weekly or biweekly contact points, um, but it's just not him. You know, my partner's, 
um, around the country. We're always communicating. Uh, we actually have a fantasy football league. Um, the draft is tomorrow. <laughs> you know, we're, we're actually pretty tight knit um, yeah. from that perspective too. So we bounce, we bounce ideas, we share um, challenges and, you know, it's a great partnership. Okay. Very good. Well, and I think that's why we do it. And we saw the real benefit during the pandemic because as we went through these crazy times, you could lean on that franchisor, you could lean on other franchisees. And it sounds like you guys have done a great job of building that relationship. So tell us about your experience. So you, so you, you go from being this corporate executive, you, you sign the papers, you become a, a lime painting franchisee. So just tell us a little bit about the journey so far uh, as, as you've become a franchisee. You know, I guess the biggest Thing that I didn't fully appreciate is there's still a newness to the local market, right? And so the marketing side and the sales side, while I've always appreciated those aspects of the business, uh, they've been magnified as you start in your local mar markets. Um, building a valuable website, um, building a online presence uh, through your website or Google and getting reviews, getting uh, video testimonials and get those out there um, to use as a reference. Because we're in an industry where some of the, the people in, in our painting and, and restoration industries, they only operate from referrals. Um, and, and so getting that brand built up locally uh, is really been magnified. And so I have a whole new appreciation for marketing and yeah. selling. And how are you engaged in the community? Because I know a big part of that is building an awareness is being engaged in the community. How are you engaged in the community? So, you know, right now, my sales team and myself are just out networking. Uh, some of them are knocking on doors. Uh, we're also building a contacts list. Um, you know, I feel at this point, my friends if they need some home service done, uh, they call me and say, hey, do you know someone, for example, that can redo my shower? Yeah. Uh, I got that person, you know, my, my uh, realtor was talking and I'm like, you know, yes, I, I got a contact for it. And so just building your contacts list. And also we have a, uh, a nonprofit part of line painting and yeah. understanding and getting involved in the community through that aspect too. Um, which I think will be rolled out bigger in 2022. So nonprofit, you, you don't see a lot of franchise companies have a nonprofit component. So tell me a little bit about that. That's, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah. So the biggest piece is that, and this was part of the, the, the interest in Lyme too. I volunteered with the Boys and Girls Club uh, down when I was in Charlotte. And so our focus is youth. And I've always had a focus in giving back to the youth and, and be it through, through basketball coaching, um, boys and girls club, you know, trying yeah. to help people just develop. Um, yeah. And so it's great that we can um, give back to our local communities because any of the money we, we take locally, we get to give back locally too. Um, okay. and, and so that's been yeah. a great aspect too. Good for you, man. I, I, I love it when people are, are given back and, and it comes back tenfold to you, right? You know, you see these kids and you're coaching them and all that kind of stuff. So tell me, I mean, there's a lot of painting franchises out there, right? There's a, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of painters. So what separates Lime from the other painting companies? 
you know, just, you know, personally, when I invested in the, the business model, it started with that and how diligent and detailed Nick was in having the systems operate efficiently. Um, the sales process, he went to, he's actually a Michigan State guy. Uh, we um, won't hold that against him. <laughs> I, I don't. And, and he, he started the concept up there and build out the sales processes and the marketing and you know it just got me real comfortable in that part of it i have a background way back in the day of home building homes and um, refurbishing homes so i know some things about the homes um, and you know just the efficiency that he had in place uh, yeah. really excited me and it's a big industry and you know but the the quality of service is suffering in the industry and right. i feel so, like we can bring that quality so you can provide a superior product and service uh from that standpoint so okay very good um and you know from your standpoint as as we talk about delivering this um you know getting the awareness out there and having this great product service if nobody knows about it right and i think you'd mentioned you got salespeople. so a lot of painting or painters or painting franchises, they don't start out right away with salespeople. So, so is that a little bit different with Lime where you, you start out with a, a group of salespeople really to kind of build that awareness, uh, get out there? Yeah. So we, yeah, I have uh, three salespeople on the team and, you know, we'll, we'll come and identify a need for a homeowner and, uh, you know, come and knock on the door and say, Hey, we can help you. Are you interested? Um, we have a very detailed uh, flyer that we live with, yeah. leave with them, um, with personal notes just for their oh, yeah. their reference, um, and uh, you know it, it's worked out really well. Perfect, and, and you guys do beyond just painting. You do other different services, right? So you you guys, in addition, uh, can offer almost a, anything somebody needs besides painting. You guys can do it for them, right? Yeah, so if you need something painted, coated, restored, um, we're actually working with a local uh, developer uh, doing some restoration of on new builds uh, on concrete restoration. Um, you know, working with our Sherwin partner, and uh, so instead of tearing out the concrete and replacing it with new, uh, we're coming in and restoring it, and it looks Holy brand cow. new. Oh, that is awesome. All right. Well, that's very good uh, from a standpoint. So, you know, I know as we talk about providing all these services, I, my question for you is, you know, we all know that there's a tightness in the labor market right now. H have you had a hard time getting uh, getting team members? Not up to this point, um, because I can show them the business model. You know, we're looking for entry level salespeople for the most part. And with the business model, I can show them where um, one, there's a need in the community for what we bring. Two, there is going to be a, a significant earnings for that individual if they are, you know, hit their average sales goal. And you know, with their with the commission structure that we have in place, there's no cap. So if you keep selling, you'll keep making more. Oh, that's and great. I think that's attractive to them. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's, it can be financially rewarding for them. So, so, so that's the salespeople. What about painters finding painting crews? How, how has that been for you? You know, it's interesting. It's kind of like finding customers, right? You got to do a little networking. Um, yeah. You know, early on, uh, it was a little bit of a, a bit of a struggle because painters just want to paint 
And so, you know, if you got some jobs, they're interested. Um, and as things have gotten on, when we've gotten really busy throughout the year, uh, we have painters now reaching out to us and want to work with us. Oh, that's awesome. Um, awesome. So that is. So building a good reputation to be working with, you can provide, uh, uh, for lack of better terms, work for them. And they don't have to be finding the jobs. They don't have to worry about the back end. They just focus on painting, doing a great job. You take good care of them uh, from that standpoint. So it works out. So bottom line is, if, if you're willing to give people a good opportunity, take good care of them, you know, you, you can find and retain good people in today's world. Yeah, it's a, you know, they, I'm looking for a partner, some partners that know how to paint. We'll handle the business side. Uh, we just focus on the customer, yeah. keeping them happy and uh, restoring their house and making it look beautiful. Okay, got it. What, did, as you've taken this path now, what advice would you give somebody that's thinking about leaving the corporate world and, and investing in a franchise? What, what advice would you give somebody? You know, I think it, first I'd recommend them to get in touch with Pete and people <laughs> share his book and a bunch of other information. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the paid endorsement. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And then, uh, you know, second, I would just know that, you know, if you want more flexibility in your life, uh, be able to work from home and build a team that you want to work with and be a mentor to, um, you know, I take it serious. Um, you know, if you understand, if you have a good finance acumen a good business acumen and you have the confidence and you know go for it um you know it gives you flexibility in your life um and it gives you opportunities to uh, in, interact with some people that you wouldn't normally do uh, you don't have to show up at the same office five days a week or six days a week or seven days a week um, you can work out of a truck if you want yeah it's, and it's nice because you don't have a boss, you don't have artificial objectives, you don't have endless, senseless meetings, all that kind of stuff. Uh, let me ask you, and that's great advice, and, and I hope people listen to that. My question for you is, I, I know it's a heck of a lot of hard work launching a business, but my question for you is, are you enjoying yourself? <laughs> yes. Uh, I have a good suntan. Not as good as, <laughs> not as, good as Nats. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, I, I, I just, I'm enjoying it. Um, my wife, I get to see, spend more time with my family. Um, some of that is because I work from home now. Um, the dog enjoys having me around. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's just, sometimes I'd take the dog. If, if we got to go visit a job site, I'll load the dog up with me too in the truck and she enjoys the ride. Um, it's just a different experience and something that I thought I was looking for. And after I did it, I know that's what I was looking for. Oh, that's awesome. You know, what, what is, is somebody looks at becoming a business owner, what traits do you think they have to have to be a successful business owner? You know, I think something you, you mentioned Ryan Day and just kind of being level-headed, even keel, because there's going to be in any business, any job, quite honestly, you have some days that just go according to plan, but then you have some days that don't go according to plan. Yeah. And some, and you just have to, you know, stay grounded and think through what the best solution is um, for that, the challenges. Um, but, you know, the best thing is, is once you've, you know, once you face that challenge and, and we're successful, 
it, it's a great thing and it gets you going the next morning and ready for new, the new challenge. Yeah, that's awesome. What's uh, the best piece of advice somebody's ever given you in your life? What, what's the best advice somebody's ever given you? You know, I, I, it has to deal with employees and the people you work with. And, you know, you always have to make sure you understand their point of view or their perspective. And you don't always know what struggles they're going through personally. Yeah. Um, but if you get to know them on a personal level, then you can understand maybe why they, you know, perform the way they perform. You know, people have personal challenges yeah. that they yeah. face, right? And just staying, having a personal connection with your coworkers or your employees gives you an opportunity to keep that perspective and that way you can relate to them. Um, and so you can help them grow and develop yeah. and, you know, give them, you know, fortunately I have a lot of financial acumen and, you know, not everyone is good with numbers and finances and, and that can relate to them personally too, because, yeah, sure. um, you know, it's money is a, money is always a stressful Point. Yeah, sure is. And so for you, it's it's this advice about staying connected to your your team members, right? And and I think that's important uh, in life in general, but but certainly with with team members. So that's that's great. What's your favorite book? We are, we're always looking for great books. What's what's your favorite book to read? You know the best the the best book, and I've read this book twice now in the last ten years is the American Icon, uh, the Alan Mulally and the fight to save the Ford Motor Company. Um, and I guess the reason, you know, are, are you saying that because I work for Ford? Or that's just awesome. Uh, <laughs> I think it was what? written back when you were there, Pete. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was, you know, it, the interesting part of that book is, you know, the the chairman and the CEO, I think it was Bill, Bill, Bill Ford, Ford at the time. Yeah. One, he recognized he was not the person that should be leading Ford. And you rarely see that from people at his stature and his level, right? Yeah. And he went out and he found who he thought was the best person to change the path for Ford and, and save it. And it, he wasn't from the auto industry. Yeah. Um, and so he brought an outsider in and, you know, Alan wasn't welcomed into the auto industry. No. And so he was an underdog and, you know, but he stood, he understood the fundamentals and what he had learned through his career and, you know, it, it just has resonated with me, um, strong leadership from him, and he stayed grounded and true to his beliefs. Yeah, I think he, having uh, been in that organization, he was, he was grounded, he, he kind of understood the organization, and he was an incredible leader. And you don't find many uh, people like him from that standpoint, and he certainly saved Ford. I mean, Ford was so desperate. They had basically uh, mortgaged the the brand, the, yes. the Ford brand and like every copy machine. I mean, they went all out and he turned it around and it was, I think, much because of leadership and culture. Um, otherwise, they would, have, they would have never made the turn and they would have went bankrupt like the other two uh, major U.S. manufacturers. So awesome. Well, it has been so delightful speaking with you. I, I want to congratulate you on one, having the guts and the moxie to, to make the jump, to leave that corporate world, to invest in a business 
But, you know, it's fun to hear you tell the story about how you're starting to build a very successful Lime franchise. And more importantly, of how you are enjoying yourself, right? You're, you're making a difference in other people's lives, whether it's customers or your employees. But I, I, can, see the, I can see the joy in your face. And I, I just wanted to congratulate you. Well, I appreciate it, Pete. And I'm not sure I'd be here if it wasn't for your guidance and your help. So, so I appreciate that. Well, I, I, I look to, uh, I'm going to, I'm back in the bandwagon with Ohio state. So I'm going to be there, uh, in the beginning of October for a game. So we'll have to get together and, and cheer on the Buckeyes, uh, maybe have a cold one or something like that. And, uh, and watch some good football. Yes. Um, big, big game coming up in about a week and a half. Um, yeah. Your daughter, you know, everyone, I've talked to a number of people that come in for games, first experience, and, and it's experience, and you don't even have to go to the game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I can believe it, right? So Oregon, I think it is. So excellent. All right, hey, thank you again for your, your, your time today. Really appreciate you sharing your story. Yes, thank Thanks, you Dad. guys for having me. All right, me. take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.